Hi, and welcome to Living Your Soul's Journey. You are not just a person. You're a soul with a path of evolution. There is a bigger picture here, a reason for what happens to us. When we discover this deeper meaning, we receive freedom and abundance. Each week, we will be discussing matters relating to the soul, spirit, and cosmic energies. Learning how to incorporate all of these aspects into living an abundant and happy life. Isn't that what we all want? Dr. Vicki's transformational program uses intuitive and well-proven methods to identify the root cause of what is preventing success, to help bring positive change, the change your soul is crying out for you to experience. If you're lonely, sad, and stuck, then listen into the show and find out ways to become free and happy. It's easy to call into the show or simply listen. Either way, sit back, relax, and enjoy living your soul's journey. Welcome this evening to Living Your Soul's Journey. I am Dr. Vicki. It is a pleasure to be here this evening. I, well, of course, if you're out in LA or someplace, you're only at four o'clock, so I shouldn't say evening, late afternoon. Now, I just want to make a comment that I love that music. Uh, Doug did all the music and does all the intros and everything, and I wanted something that related to where I live. And I live up in the mountains, so that that kind of um, southernness just really got to me when I heard that. I just really appreciated it. Tonight, we're going to look at the law of abundance. What is so powerful about the law of abundance is that everyone that I've ever spoken to in my life has wanted something more in their life. They either want better health, more money, a nicer house, more land, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. They want something that they don't have. And what I call that abundance. That means whatever you feel valuable with in your life is considered abundance. So For me, I have a certain way of defining abundance, and you may have a different um, uh, way of of defining abundance. So I'm not here to say what abundance is for you or for anyone. I am just here to, to help you learn how to pull in abundance. But when I start the show tonight, I want to give credit to as many folks as I can, because through the years, and I have studied uh, not as much as I want to, but I intend to study more, and one of my purposes on this planet is to become a master at uh, learning and understanding and applying the laws of our universe. So I want to give credit, I'll start out with Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind. I have done a lot of um, studying with Reverend Catherine. She's crossed over now. And I have done a lot of studying uh, with that program. And so I'm using a lot of references from that or or learnings that I have um, acquired. And there is also a wonderful lady named Sherry Buffington that wrote a book called The Law of Abundance. And it is very, very in-depth. 
and uh, it's almost like a textbook. But when you're studying the laws, it's almost valuable. Well, it is valuable. It's not almost. I was about to say it's it's almost the same as, but actually it is the same as studying law. And as as anyone that has read my uh, bio or gone to my website at vickyford.com knows that I'm also an attorney. I'm also a counselor and a coach uh, as, as well as an intuitive advisor. And studying the law, it took me three years to go through law school. And I still, when I got out, did not know the laws. All I knew, as any lawyer will will admit, is that they knew how to find out what the law was because the laws change. And what is law now may not be law, you know, two years from now. So you don't memorize the law. You just know, excuse me, you know where to find the law, the current law. So what was kind of amazing to me is that I loved learning about law as a lawyer. And yet I didn't really enjoy being a lawyer that much. I am, I'm still a lawyer, and I, but I love the counseling part of it, helping people and helping them to get their lives better. So I always was saying, it has been years since I've been saying this, and we're going to get into the step-by-step on abundance. So just follow with me. We've got a whole 50 minutes here, so just follow with me. The steps that we go through to learn something, you just don't read a book and get it. I mean, it takes application. It takes trial and error. It takes learning. There's one aspect of the universal laws, though. I wish they taught them in school, by the way, is that when you, let's just say you're on a cruise ship. Let's say for some reason you have the opportunity to go away on a cruise ship for a couple of weeks. You don't hear the news. You don't hear anything about what's going on except what's happening on that cruise ship. So you come back home, you get in your car, and you immediately start texting someone, doesn't matter who. And a a cop pulls you over and says, "Uh, excuse me, but that's against the law. And you'll say, "Eh, what? Texting is against the law? Uh, I don't didn't know that and they'll say well so sorry but that's the law and we're writing you a ticket up so ignorance the point being here is ignorance of the law is not an excuse so the same aspect of the universal laws applies to the physical laws. Now, everybody knows you can't murder somebody and and get by. Well, some people do get by with it, but you know, everyone knows that's against the law. But there are very small laws that a lot of people don't know about, and I'm not getting into that. But I'm just going to tell you, ignorance of the law, physical laws that mankind has made, does not give you an excuse not to follow them. It may get you off the first time, But after that, you best know them, or at least know something about the basic ones that we're all expected to, like, drive on your side of the road and, you know, don't don't pass on a a double yellow line and that type of of, um, rule. So when we're looking at the laws, and I do have some some back shows that I did a couple of years ago on uh, um, BBS radio, they're in the archives on the different laws, but I never really got into them specifically. And my practice is 
now evolving into just that because I have found that there are a lot of programs out there. You have plenty to choose from. There are not a lot of programs that go into really in-depth study. So getting back to those folks that I want to give credit to, Ms. Sherry Buffington has a fabulous book, but it reads like a textbook. And I say that to you is because when you're in law school, you read textbooks to learn the law. When you're learning the universal laws, you have to learn the whole mechanics of it so that you can really understand, oh, wait a minute, I'm applying it. You can't help but apply it. Let me, let me just say this. The laws of our world are here. We are going to get either a positive or a negative from it, depending on how we use it, how we apply it, and how we understand it. So if you're curious and saying, well, oh, once I know the law of abundance exists, then I'm fine. I'll, I'll be able to, 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 I'll have everything I want. Well, not quite. Because if you don't apply it properly, understand it, and understand all the mechanics, you almost have to be, if you were a physics person, you'd really get it. But it is, the law of abundance is extremely sensitive to electromagnetic energy. So you got a plus and you have a minus. Well, the minus can throw you off because you're thinking minus means negative. No, minus just means that it's flowing one direction, plus is one direction, and um, the, the minus uh, little symbol is just flowing back to you. So if you have a plus going out, which is, I don't want to get technical here, but I have to a little bit, and you have the minus coming in, it's very exactly, actually, just like a battery. If you have a battery and two batteries that work and you put them in a flashlight and you don't put them in the correct way, they're both charged up. Those, those batteries have energy in both of them. They're brand new. But if you don't put them in correctly and if you don't apply them the way they're supposed to go in the direction, their, their energy is zip. You have a power line and it's flowing correctly, but if it falls, it goes into the earth. So you have to have it working properly. So uh, much of what I have studied, other than the science of mind, has come from the Buffington book. Now, I've also studied Akashic Records and how the energies of those I've studied with Robert Tum with uh, Spiritual Energy Dynamics. And he, by the way, is the only... Uh, founder of that if anybody else claims to be the founder of um, spiritual energy dynamics it is um, not not correct because he is he is the only living um, founder of spiritual energy dynamics and so when you put that along with buddhism and just articles that i've read about the universal laws that i just want to give credit uh delphi i want to give credit to those folks that i have studied with so that if i say something and they're saying wow that came from me i'm giving you credit now for anything that i may have learned from you because once you've studied so many things for so many years you really don't necessarily remember oop that came from this person or that came from that person because the universal laws are the universal laws i mean nobody can own them and nobody can put a copyright on them they can just put a copyright on what they have discussed about it in the manner in which they've explained it so 
what I want to look at tonight, and, and if you find this a little technical, then I just want to say follow through with me because I have found through the years that I really didn't understand abundance. And I love the word abundance and I love the word freedom. I haven't met anybody that I have known and I'm, you know, I'm a little older than the average. I, that haven't said, you know, freedom and abundance are very important to me. So I would have to say that majority of people find those two words are very powerful. And so what I want to help you with is to look at how this if you're doing energy work, these three aspects, if you're doing energy work and you are going with the flow of the laws of the universe and you also have a plan in your life without resistance, you've pretty much got a great life going on just with the law of abundance. And we're going to be doing a lot of shows on the laws because they're very, very powerful, powerful laws. And I want to share something that I did read. I know I read this in the law of abundance that many years ago, and I'm paraphrasing, but there was a group of people that were, did not know about the law of gravity, but they were trying to learn how to fly. So what they did was they had this team of people and one person would, they would go in their, in their uh, group. This was a long, long, long time ago, y'all. And they would study and do all the, the, they learned everything they could about flying. So one guy would get up and he would jump off the mountain and of course he would die. And they could never, well, they said, okay, well, we need to go back to our little tribe and we got to figure it out more. We got to figure it out more. And they would keep doing this until they pretty much, and somebody obviously survived enough to talk about it, but they missed one aspect of all that training that was the law of gravity. They didn't know about it. They did not know that the law of gravity existed. So that was the one, they could have learned everything, but until they used physics, which I am so amazed at folks that understand physics, because for a long, long time, as a metaphysics, uh, metaphysical person, alongside physics, I understood energies, I thought I did anyway, and I understood, you know, that the flow of energy, everything's energy in the world, and so when it got into physics, I was like, oop, I'm staying out of that stuff, that's science, I'm not going there, I don't understand anything that they do in science. Well, the truth is, if you're really going to understand the universal laws, a physics person, if they even believed in the universal laws, I don't know that they do, but if they do, then they would have the easiest time understanding it, because they understand the, they understand how our energies work in our world. So if you do energy work with uh you know, someone like myself or Robert or someone that understands really deep, in-depth energy, then you can shift your whole life from that in itself. But not everything is energy work. So if you're going with the flow of the laws of the universe, and then on top of that, the third step that I include in my program is thoughts. And I know everybody's heard that a million times. Oh, if you have positive thoughts, you can control your life. Well, that's that's true, but it's not completely true. It's not the whole formula. And that's the part that really gets into 
a shift in consciousness. So I will give you an example of someone, and I don't ever discuss names, but I will give you an example of someone that went through this. They had a position, a job, and I learned, by the way, from examples, so that's typically how I teach uh, or share or try to help you to understand, is that if someone is in a job, they don't like it, they want to get out, they're pushing against the job, they're resisting everything. They resist the people in the job. They resist it all. When they get their paycheck at the month, end of the month, they resist it. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm paid, but I hate this job. So everything is a resistance. So what did they get back under the law of abundance? More resistance, more negative abundance, if there's such a thing as a negative abundance. In other words, they're getting back. The laws are going to work anyway. The law is going to give you back what you're putting out. And that's the power here. This is the power. The law will give you back what you're putting out. So if you're putting out a plan and it's very precise. Now, you know, they always say God laughs at us when we have our plans. That's true. But we still have to have a plan. We have to have some direction that we're going to go through. And we're going to really get into this a little bit into the show because I'm going to use, I'm going to just use Doug and Don. They, they, you know, went through that whole Paradise, California situation. And, but yet they had a plan. And they may not even realize that they had a plan, but they had this specific plan, very specific. It was like, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. We have to acquire this. We have to buy this. And they went, they had a specific plan. They had a purpose and they had passion because they love what they do. So what did they get in return? Ah, the positive and, and the, that, that plus and minus. I'm going to use that sign is an easier way because nothing's minus about it. Nothing's negative about it. But when they were sending out all these plans with all this passion and they knew they claimed it, they convinced themselves that they could do it. Guess what? They got it back. The, 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 the flow of the battery was working just perfectly. And there've been studies with people that have been done with people that, had been very highly successful with the law of abundance. Those that um, use positive thought, we're, we're focusing on positive thought now. Very, very positive thinkers. Yet, but they didn't understand the subconscious mind and how those thoughts were being undermined. So they were having resistance. This is why life can be very challenging. It can be very overwhelming because you're like, I have said that positive thought for so many years now, and all I get is the opposite. Well, you know what? It's because under the real truth, the real energy going out is not of that positive thought. The positive thought will definitely lessen the inner turmoil of the, the, the subconscious going on. But if you don't handle that subconscious mind and have very clear and convincing plans so that you are convinced it's going to happen, there's your key. you got to be convinced. And I started looking at some of the things in my life, and I was like, whoa. Now, and another thing, honesty. Oh, Oh, 
let's see. Um, let's see. I'm maybe popping a little bit. I'm going to go down. I'm not sure what's going on, but I'll, I'll move it away a little bit and see if that helps. Um, what is going on, though, is that you have to clear away the subconscious so that those very powerful, positive thoughts and, and statements that you're making are actually moving forward and they're not getting hit by resistors. And resistors can be thoughts that, you know what, this is really never going to happen. I was working with a coaching client um, just today and this was almost word by word because the, the, the person had gained about eight pounds back from what they were working on. And I knew uh, exactly what was going on. And finally, I said something. And I said, um, what happened to the purpose? Oh, they had changed purposes and courses in their life. And the purpose went away. But this other aspect of it came in, which was the negative thought. They said, I got down to, I'm going to throw out a figure, 120 pounds. And I just stayed there for a month. Nothing changed. And I was like, okay. But what was really going on was in their mind, they were like, I can't do this anymore. This isn't working. You know, I'm just not going to make this happen. It's too much effort. I'm going to go ahead and eat my cookie at night. I'm going to eat my ice cream. I'm going to go ahead and do what makes me bring joy to my life. But really, did it bring joy? No, it only brought frustration. So it's a very fine tuning of understanding how you make a plan and keeping your thoughts positive, but you got to also focus on the resistance. I'm going to give you a, another example that happened to me personally. I um, do real estate closings and there was a day and I didn't even have a live show that week because I was so exhausted. I had two days where I did nothing but drive. I had a good a business. I had a lot of appointments. It was wonderful. If you look at it from that viewpoint, it was only two or three days of that week. So it wasn't like every single day was like that. But what happened was I had a plan of what I needed to do that month. This was part of the plan. It was working. It was working. And so what had happened, though, was that one of the first signs of not applying the law of abundance correctly is that I started resisting the driving and I started getting frustrated by it. And I said, and by the time I got home that night, instead of being energized with how the law was working with me, and how, you know, productive I had been that day and how many people I had helped. And thank you, spirit, and the gratitude. Oh, my goodness, all the gratitude that I should have had. Well, guess what? I didn't. What I did was I resisted it. It was like, oh, how much longer do I have to drive? And how much, oh, is it another hour? And it was so much resistance that by the time I got home, I was exhausted. And believe me, y'all, it wasn't the driving. It was my own attitude. And so the law of abundance really backfired on me because I was so exhausted that the next day, even though I worked that day, I was so resistant, resisted, uh, resistant to things happening that I, I, I didn't work for three days after that. 
And it was because I had resisted it so much. The law said, okay, fine. You don't want to do that. Fine. Don't do it. You know, you, you just resisted it. You just resisted what we gave you. So now we're going to give you exactly what you said you wanted. You don't want that. So I went three days without having any appointments, which made me realize, whoa, I see now how it works. So if you're sitting at work, and so many of us live quiet lives of quiet desperation, we do work we don't really enjoy, or we're doing work in a small house, or we're doing work in a house that we really don't like our neighbors. So even though we may be doing the work that we like, we have this resistance. Well, I should be in a better house. I should have a better do- house for my dogs. I should have a better house for my children. I should be doing this differently. This is just not working. Do you hear what's going on? And the, and the law of the universe is like, oh, okay. So what you're putting out there is, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. So what you get back is exactly what you don't want. It's that simple. So when it comes down to positive thinking and having a plan, it takes a conscious, conscious effort. And there is no simple way of doing it. I I personally have seen many programs. I've been a part of many programs. Most of them people drop out of because they just don't get the product they're looking for. And I think one of the reasons I have experienced only, I can only share with you what others have shared with me and my own experiences is that we get promised something up front like this is oh three easy steps to abundance. Mm, I can't do that. I, I can't sit here and say you're going to have three easy steps if you do these three things that you will have abundance because you're going to have to take some effort. It's, it takes conscious effort that control every moment of our thoughts. And so there were three examples. I don't recall where I, I actually got this, but there were three examples of highly, highly successful people that used positive thinking. And they they all used positive thinking. And so they did a study on it and they they put it down to highly successful positive thinkers, eh, kind of medium positive thinkers that got some things. And then those that just, you know, this stuff, this positive thinking stuff just doesn't work. And so when that happens, they started looking at the details of what each person was actually doing. They found out, I don't even know who did the study. I read it a while back, but what had happened, the, the whole thing is to, to learn from it. And that, that's the main aspect of it is that the person that was using the positive th- or the people that were using the positive thinking were actually had specific plans. Okay. I want a house that has a Creek that has five acres or more. And I want it in this part of the, the country or something better, always remember that, or or something better, because we never want to limit what the universe has for us. So we have a good plan of what we want uh, or choose to have or already claim or convince ourselves that we have, yet we always want to say or something better, because it could be a lot better than we even imagine. And when that happened, they were very specific, and they didn't get into negative thoughts. Every time something negative would come back and somebody would say, well, you can't do that in their mind, they they wouldn't fight with them. 
they wouldn't try to convince them that they could because that's resistance. That's trying to force somebody to think like you. That's resistance. So if you don't like something somebody says to you, just let it flow over you. And it's like, oh, okay, well, anyway, I'm getting the house. I'm getting that creek, you know, and you go right back to it. Because nothing anybody says to you just floats by you. And it, 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 there's just no resistance to stop it in front of you. If it stops in front of you, think about the energy now. If it stops in front of you, then you own that. You own their thoughts. And then you start to think, oh, oh, yeah, I really probably couldn't get that. It'd probably be too expensive. Yeah, well, anyway, I'll keep thinking my positive thoughts. I'll put my pictures up all over the wall. And um, if somebody says something to me, I'll, I'll convince them that I'm going to get it. Well, you've just added resistance on top of resistance on top of resistance to getting that house. Now, I'm not saying you won't get the house. It just may take a lot longer to get it. So the positive people that were really into their plans and didn't have that resistance to what they were going to do and really had their own convincing that they were going to do it, they had they were very highly successful. The ones that were medium successful, well, obviously they did they had the plan. They did the positive thinking, but they still let a little bit more resistance in. They didn't work on their subconscious to find out, you know, where is that coming from? Why is it every time I want to, someone was, you know, would say, every time that I want to think about um, owning my own business, something negative comes up. Ooh, right there. Oh, right there is where you start diving in as a coach or as a counselor. That's where I dive in and I really get into that. And we really uncover what happened there. May have been this life, may not have been. But that's where the energy work comes in and you start processing and you start going deep within to find out, ah, so how can their positive thoughts really work when that little back voice comes back in every time or occasionally and pulls them right back down. They get frustrated. They get sad. They get depressed. And yeah, of course, their progress is not going to be as successful as that other person that never let anything happen. It was like, that's it. It's going to happen. They didn't hurt people along the way. I'm sure that the law of attraction doesn't really get into um, a lot of, it's just, it's a flow. It's just a flow. If you use a battery, um, there's karma, there's laws of karma. So, you know, you have to remember, you're not just operating on one law. You have the laws of karma. So, you know, if you're going to use a battery in a gun and you're going to shoot somebody, well, you don't have batteries in guns, but let's just say, let's, Hey y'all, let's pretend that you do. And, uh, you have a battery and a gun and you're going to shoot somebody with it. Well, the law of uh, the law of abundance doesn't, or that, that plus minus the way a, a battery works, they don't, that, that doesn't matter to them if you're hurting somebody with it, with that gun or not, it just works. And that's the same thing with the law of abundance. It just works. If you want to go um, do something and you have a plan to, 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 to get money and you get money, but it wasn't the right way. You're going to, you may get the money because you didn't have resistance to it and you may get it, but the law, the, all these other laws that you're going to end up having to deal with. So this is the part of life that I wish the schools would teach. And as I sit here and talk to y'all, I wish I had a school. 
I wish I had a school for little young children. And maybe one day, maybe that's something I'll do. Maybe there's a, a, a little school that I could, could teach kids in, in an area and teach them these energies while they're young so they become acclimated to them, so they understand them. It's like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that as well as I do brushing my teeth. What a, what a change in our life it would be if we could do that. It would be a very powerful situation. So what I want to get into that is the, and then we get to the third uh, category where they were using positive uh, thinking, but not too successful. And that's a, I would have to say a majority of people. Um, I listened to someone today, had some, some, a wonderful um, lunch with, with some people and uh, there were some comments being made about, oh, I'm a great person. You know, they were commenting about how, and then right behind it, they said, everything I do blows up. And I'm like, okay, well, there you go. Now, in their world, they were saying positive thinking because they kept saying, everything I do is great. And then you would hear them all during the conversation saying, you know, everything I do just blows up. It all messes up. But yet they'll still go and say, I'm a positive thinker. Well, those comments, people would say, some would say, hmm, they were just kidding. Well, the subconscious doesn't, uh, doesn't see it that way. The laws don't evaluate. They don't sit there and say, oh, that was a joke. Mm, that person didn't mean that. No, it, they don't work like that. They work on a system and there's no thinking involved with them. They're just universal laws. And so when that applies and you under, start to understand them, then, then and only then can those positive thoughts really be powerful. And I learned this in um, Rohan. It's a um, transpersonal psychology program that I took at Delphi. Oh, I don't know. Gosh, years ago now at this point. And um, I know people were always talking about how exhausted they got from positive thinking, saying those acclamations. And I would do the same thing. And I told my instructor at the time, I would say, um, let's just say you, I am happy. You know, that's the easiest one. Uh, all day long, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy. But then at night, I would just go in my room and I would be exhausted. And I'm like, God, when will this ever change? When will this the you know the house ever sell and so really i was fighting myself i was try it was much better than saying i'm unhappy all day believe me that's believe me it's much better but if you're sitting there all day long with this i am happy but underneath you have this strong strong unconsciousness that's saying but you're not happy you're not happy and this is going on and how can you be happy when you have this or that or whatever? And so until you, you know, life is a long journey, folks. It's just a journey that we go through and we do the best that we can. Yet I'm here and this is one of the reasons why I have living your soul's journey is because no one can tell you how to live your journey. That's something between you and spirit. That's something between you and the laws of karma. That's something between you and the laws of, of all the laws of how you live your life and what you're going to have to do next lifetime or what you're not going to do next time or if you're even going to come back next life. That's between, that's your journey. And no one can tell you, hey, you should be doing it this way. What I 
have chosen in my lifetime to do is to guide people so that their lives are, are better along their journey. And I've, I've gone through many transitions of wondering if I even should change, you know, the name. And I'm like, no, because that's really what this is all about, is living your soul's journey. It isn't, from my viewpoint, about uh, living your soul's journey on purpose. Uh, people, there are a lot of purpose classes out there, and I'm sure they're wonderful. And um you know, a lot of people feel that purpose is just, oh, I have to be this or I have to do this or I have to have that. Well, for me personally, it's just to inspire. And I actually saw a client of mine, as I mentioned earlier, who had uh, gained the weight. And the reason why was the the purpose of what she was losing the weight for had gone and changed. And at that point, she lost purpose. It was that simple. So um, now she's getting that purpose back, and we did some coaching today on it. Well, what, what, you know, why are you really wanting to lose weight? What's your real reason for it? And she really had to de- dig deep into to finding it because the other purpose worked. And this is very interesting. The other purpose worked for her under the law of abundance. Now we're still back on the law of abundance because it's that plus the plan with the passion and getting what you you are putting out without resistance back. But yet when she changed her purpose, um, she started getting the resistance back, which was really naturally in her subconscious anyway. So what was happening was the purpose was really not the right purpose. I know that sounds a little odd, uh, and I hope I'm explaining myself right, but the purpose has to be so – in it, it has to be a, a purpose whether – if something changes, like – uh, let's just say you have a purpose to to uh, grow a garden and it's because you're happily married and your husband loves gardening and so you have this purpose to grow a garden. Well, your husband goes away or something and that purpose is gone and all of a sudden your garden out there isn't growing and you're like, well, what happened? Well, the, it really wasn't your purpose. I mean, you were doing it for him, which is great, yet when that, that purpose is person isn't there, then you got to really look at your purpose. Why are you really doing it? And so she had to really look at her purpose and we're going to work on it every week to really evaluate that real, real purpose. And then now we're going to have to, on top of that coaching aspect of it, I'm going to have to help her with uh, finding out the real hidden agenda in that subconscious mind. Because that hidden agenda is controlling um, that you got to reprogram your subconscious mind. So she's going to have to really figure out what's in that, which energy work helps with, as how that um, all of that kind of sits there. So that when she starts to lose weight, she's happy. But when she gets on that plateau, I think y'all, we all know what that means. We just start, we're like losing weight and all of a sudden it doesn't happen anymore. And then everything falls out the window. That's when it's about to go down again. The weight goes down again. So, so I hope I'm making sense. I have mercies. I do. Um, it's a very in-depth, I, I know that I can't touch everyone's life. There are only going to be a few people maybe that are even interested in this. Some people are just wanting to have live their life and, and do the best they can. And I, and I highly commend that. And I, but I'm here for those that really want to grab hold of getting deep into what really, really works in life. And it, it's very simple. If, if um, you don't believe in karma 
and you do believe in the law of abundance and you go rob people all day long and you have tons of money because you've been robbing people and you got a great plan and you have no resistance, you may have tons of money and you'll say, yeah, this law of abundance, this stuff works. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on doing this. Woo, excuse me, sir. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. But there is another law out there and there's another law and there might be like 19 more laws or so that you might want to evaluate. You may have mastered this one. Now let's get down to the law of karma. So, you know, this person may have the law of abundance down, but next life he may have to come in and have, have all that money stolen from him or her. I don't want to be, oh my goodness, in today's world, if you say her or him in the wrong way, then it could be taken. So I, I will say to people, I'll just say people, people. And I don't get into all of that because I, I, I don't judge like that. So I have to be cautious uh, when I talk now because I don't want to offend anyone. And um, so the law of karma is going to be there. And so if, you're, if you've been applying a certain law properly and you know that uh, the, the law of grace and, and all these different laws are, are there, you need to know that, whoa, with the law of karma, uh, who knows? Maybe this is your life to be rich, but to hurt other people in getting it is not so much um, going to help on the law of karma, at least in my understanding. And I don't have all the answers y'all, but I do, do want to share one thing that I found very interesting on living your soul's journey is that I guess most of y'all have probably heard of Akashic records. Akashic soul records carry everything that's ever happened to you. It's like an, an eternal lifetime forever and ever story of what's gone on in your in your soul the part of you that comes back lifetime after lifetime maybe you're joe or john or sue or becky but your soul is the same and so it has memory and um you know you might want to say well that's your subconscious mind yeah could be you know i'm not going to get into all of that tonight there's just too much to talk about with it but there's one thing i want to remind you that you are in charge of your subconscious mind you are in charge of it once you're aware of it and once you know how to dive into it and you know the right questions to ask and you know how to get into that subconscious mind you are really in control of it and it takes time to learn that and it's um it's a very powerful place to be when you start to say "Ooh, wait a minute i feel that coming back up again i had a situation this week where someone came to me and said you know i was really doing well and then this person said this and i crashed and i was like ah okay good so what did they say and they said this and so we looked into why that mattered to them what was said, how it affected them. And by the time we were done, it took 15 minutes to clear it up and they were bright and shiny and, and happy again. So you can command, and this is what I think people talk about with, with the, the, the positive thinking. You can command your Akashic records to change. I'm in charge. I am 
in charge. I got this from, I'll have to, if I can't think of it today, I'll have to tell you where I got it from because I get a lot of emails that come in on, on um, daily or weekly. And, and sometimes I get some beautiful messages. You can command though, that things that happened in the past, now you can't always change your karma, but you can sometimes work with your energy work with that. You want to clear away the negativity that's in the Akashic and that has been there and not it kind of taking the driver's seat and you want to put it in the back seat. You want to take the driver's seat. So if you're trying to lose weight and every time you get to a certain point, you give up, then we got to go back to that all those times before where you gave up and we have to clear them up. It doesn't take long. Y'all that's, that's, not a real difficult situation to go through and you can really get and it's typically if you'll be aware of your thoughts really be aware of them and it takes two people I will I'm gonna pretty well say that is for my life I have not personally been able to do it on my own I have a, an incredible family member that is very attuned to all of this. And, and this person is very key in helping me. If you're married to someone that can help you with this, it's not a judgment. You don't get into judging now with it, but you just say, oops, did you hear what you just said? Ah, yeah, I didn't die. I didn't notice that. Well, then good. Then let's look at that because, um, you know, you want your Akashic records to have the very best of whatever's happening with you, to be a part of it so that you can kind of reduce your karmic score so that you don't have to keep coming back learning the same, same thing. And a lot of uh, viewpoints are that you have to, to live a miserable life uh, to learn your karma. Well, uh, that's not, uh, if you have a really good teacher and you're smart enough to listen to them, we don't have to go through 30 marriages and we don't have to go through uh, bankruptcy and we don't have to go through a lot of things that maybe we uh, can learn from. But if you really are willing to learn from those that are wiser, that's also a way to clear the karma and to, to get the lessons that you, you want to learn and need to learn. We don't always have to suffer, y'all. That's just a viewpoint. That's just a real different viewpoint to that if you're going to grow in life, you have to suffer or where there's pain, there's gain. I, I, you know, maybe that works for some people, but for me, I'd, I'd rather go another, another way. But sometimes we have to go that way. If we're not listening to what spirit says, then sometimes that we, we have to do that. I um, pulled a card for everyone tonight and it said, this comes from Science of Mind. I have a Science of Mind Wisdom card, and I pull it every day. But I pulled this one specifically for the show. It says, we cannot fight the universe. It refuses to be budged from its course. We can only go with it. So I, uh, I had a message today from someone that had crossed over like a guardian angel. And they had not come to me uh, recently. And... All of a sudden, they started to, I ask, please start communicating with me. And because I'm very, very big in, in, um, in working with angels, I've had some beautiful relationships with them this life, and my life has been saved by them. So I have my own connection with angels and uh, guardian angels and archangels and all kinds of um, cosmic um, en entities. And this person came to me. Um, and said, be patient. 
be patient. And I took that as the most powerful statement that had been said to me since the last time I got a message, which I get a lot of them, is because we tend in our world to expect it to happen instantly. And if we if it doesn't happen instantly, then we did something wrong. Well, that's just not always the way it happens. It doesn't always happen instantly. And if it did, we might not want it the next instant. So, you know, you've always heard that. Let time go by a little bit. Maybe it'll change. And I told a family member when we move that we keep thinking we're going to go here or a certain place. And I said, I have a feeling that there's a different plan out there, but we have a plan. We know what we want. We know how we're going to get it and we're going after it, but we, or something better yet spirit may have a plan that we haven't even thought of that may be so far more abundant than anything that we've ever thought of. So I, I, I guess the, the most valuable message that I can share that has been given to me is that no matter what plan that you make for yourself, if you have a plan to move to the country, if you have a plan to buy a new car, be specific on the car that you want. I want to pay this much for the car. I want it to be blue. I want it to be a Jeep. I want it to be four-wheel drive. You need to be very, very, very specific about it. But at the very end of that specificity, it's very good to say, or this, or something better. Now, I learned that from Unity. I also learned it from Science of Mind. Oh, my heavens, I've learned that, that a lot of times. Because what you do when you allow the laws of the universe to open up and say, ah, ah, she wants this, but she wants, she, we're, we're able to do it even better. And if you, if you put a, if you, if you have a table, and you have a pot plant, and you put the pot plant under the table, and let's say that pot plant is a a pine tree, and you put that pine tree under that table, that little pine tree will grow up to a point. It may may grow sideways. I don't know where it might grow, but it's not going to grow very tall, is it? Because that table will, will stunt the growth. So if you want a pine tree to grow in the universe and it, and it follows the laws and you put your own physical limitation on that pine tree, then that pine tree can't follow the law. The, the laws are going to have the pine tree grow anyway. Uh, but if you stunt it, it's not going to grow the way that it naturally would, the beautiful, tall pine tree. So at this point in time, remember that you don't want to limit what spirit can give for you. And it's it's just real important. Now, I hope that this is making sense. If there's something that I have stated or, you know, no one's called in, so that's fine. I just um, want to let you know that you can go to info at Vicki Ford, that's V-I-K-K-E-F-O-R-D.com, and you can make a comment or you can go on, you know, and just go on to my website, same name, and just say, you know, I, I really appreciate you sharing this or I didn't understand this or something like that, and I'll be glad to, to answer it because I really want folks to understand these laws because there's no reason why we can't be happy in our lives. 
there's really no reason. We, we, I don't think we were, we're here on this earth to learn. And if we learn the right way, it can be joyful. It can be challenging. Yet we can still take those challenges and not let them destroy us. And I think that's my real strong message tonight is that you have the power within you to make a good life. And yes, maybe you do have to put some effort into it, y'all. You know, you're not going to lose 30 pounds if you sit on the couch and watch Hallmark and eat potato chips all day and maybe a little ice cream. You're not going to lose that 30 pounds. I I just don't think it's going to happen. I I can almost guarantee you it isn't going to happen. And so you have to make definite plans. They may change, but be definite about them. Be convinced. If you believe deep, deep, deep in your cells, and that's what I work with people on, is helping them to really get that convincing because that's where the power is. If you can really convince yourself that you can, oh, I'm, it's always easier to use a physical situation, but let's, well, you know what? Let's just say you want to have, uh, you want to have a, uh, you want to adopt a child. And you have steps that you have to take to adopt that child. It means the world to you. Then you you have to convince yourself that all of that is going to happen. And you can't have doubt about it. You just have to have, it's a very strong, convincing, very strong ownership of it down to the feeling of it. And that's where I know the law of attraction was uh, people kind of always thought, well, like attracts like, but it has to be, and, and actually in the law of abundance, it's, it's quite the opposite. But in the law of attraction, you have to really feel it and you have to have that law of abundance going on where you're sending it out and being able to bring it back without the resistance. So they all go together. I'm going to be doing a lot of shows on the universal laws. That's not all I'm going to talk about, but it is going to definitely be one. But do yourself a favor this week before the show ends uh, for this next week is talk to your uh, Akashic Records and tell them that you want to remember the good things and you want to really see and and get rid of, erase those aspects of your of yourself that do not work anymore and the power of the positive mind to erase that and become the true person that this life meant for you to be. And so remember that we, again, from Science of Mind, We cannot fight the universe. It refuses to be budged from its course. We can only go with it. You can sit here all day long and say, the law of gravity does not work. I will not abide by it. Well, you probably won't last long if you try to jump out of a helicopter or a plane or off a mountain. You probably won't be here very long unless some angel catches you because it's not your time to pass. That's about all I can say about that. Because that law is just here. It operates on its own. It's not going to change. We can only learn how to, through physics and all the science, learn how to utilize, like an airplane, to fly with the, the, the physics of it. So I want to thank you for visiting Living Your Soul's Journey this evening. And I welcome you to come back next week. We're going to have some exciting guests next week. And I just want to thank you 
Enjoy each day. Know that you are enough. Good night. Thank you for listening in to Living Your Soul's Journey. Be sure and visit Vicki in her virtual home at VickiFord.com to learn more about you and how to overcome roadblocks in your path. Until next week, be in gratitude and thank you for tuning in to Living Your Soul's Journey.